Like, we have to assume that the bad teams in this conference are going to be bad. It's going to be a year where the good teams actually separate, which yeah. never happens at the Pac-12. Yeah, it's not. It's a risky. It's a it's it's a risky proposition to be on. Some may say stupid. Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast, Pac-12 preview, win total picks. Um, we are recording this 15 minutes, 20 minutes after we stopped um, recording the Big 12 podcast. We needed a quick little break to play some ping pong and. Um, Colin, you want to talk your shit or what? Yeah, I mean, I dogged him. It's typical, but, you know, you don't really have to gloat when it's expected, so I guess we can just uh, move along, you know, maybe next time, time after that, I don't know. What do you think Eventually. our re- all time, we must be like 300 and 300? It's it's probably pretty close. It, 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 it's probably pretty close, because I feel like we just go on streaks. Yeah, like, have you seen that, that Duke-North Carolina college basketball stat, like how, like, all time, the possession, like the the margin. Oh yes, is like, yes, yeah. It's like insanely low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I no. feel like I've, I can count the amount of times on one hand the amount of times I've lost to Jimmy. You oh. know what I mean? Yeah, I've lost to Jimmy like like four times. Kind of real disappointing. Whatever Jimmy plays, you know, it's just one every single thing. Game. Why is every sport Jimmy plays one in ten rule? Except for golf. No, one in ten rule totally applies to golf. You think so? I feel like he... More, actually, it's more than one in ten in golf. Is that I, what you're saying? Yeah, like, I feel like he hits... He hits like, a lot of good shots. Yeah, yeah. Like, he it, just it, doesn't score. Yeah, like, I, I feel like his golf isn't one in ten, but, like... His putting and his driving are brutal. His iron play's great. Ping pong. Yeah. Tennis. Football. Football. Tennis, he's gotten away from the one in ten. He's gotten pretty good at tennis. Yeah, no, but he still, he still has the he still has the philosophy, you know? Yeah. Like, where he's just going to try and slam it on you. Yeah. He's, and if you if you return it, he's like all surprised that I gotta you returned get, it. I gotta get back to the tennis court, dude. It's been a week for me. It's yeah, been a since, week since the uh... since the outburst. <laughs> you know, we don't need to discuss it any further. <laughs> Children, listen to this. <laughs> since my, the collapse of the Santupian Empire. Let's just say it was not my finest moment. Um, <laughs> and let's leave it at that. Pac-12. We start um, with Oregon, but as a whole. And we were saying this just before we started to record. I like the Pac-12 this year a lot. Like, I like a lot of the teams. I think that, like, there are a lot of schools that are kind of primed for big years. Like, Utah, Arizona State. I mean, I like the coaching at Cal. Like, I think Chip Keller's been building something at UCLA. You know the talents at USC, even if the the coaching isn't there. Um, Like, I just feel like it's a really – like, the conference is in really good shape right now out west. I agree 100%, but I was just thinking this as we were discussing this before, that maybe we're overrating the Pac-12 because last year they didn't play any out-of-conference and we just watched them play each other and like, oh, these are pretty good teams. I don't think that's You know, I, I feel like they bring back a ton, but like, what if, what if we're just like watching here and the first week Oregon State gets blown up by Purdue and like all these games like oh, happen and you I'm going to be on Purdue minus 7. Yeah, but like are you going to have you thought about I that? I haven't thought about it yet. But it's just like I do wonder if that I really think the Pac-12 is a lot better, but I, I wonder if our judgment is getting skewed because they only played Pac-12 and we didn't watch them lose a bunch of out of conference games early in the season. That's an interesting um point. I'm going to look up right now their bowl I, results I don't even from know. last year. Uh, Colorado got blown out by Texas. Oregon lost to Iowa State. I don't th- a lot of teams didn't even play in a bowl. 
Washington. Oregon got killed by Iowa State. Texas killed Colorado. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that, it. That's yeah. the end of their bowl games. Yeah, and I don't think any teams played out of conference. No, they didn't. So that's an that is an interesting perspective. How, yeah, yeah. Like how I mean, do we, like like yes, I think all these teams are like they're better than last year's teams, and they're kind of building. But like I I don't know how good I should be feeling about some of these teams in like out of conference matchups. Yeah, I think for me it's a lot of for whatever reason I've got a lot of highly ranked talent scores in this group. It's just because they recruit at pretty much high levels, and a lot of the guys are returning. A lot of key players. A are lot of key players are returning, and I mean, the board. honestly, I, I think it's. I think my reasoning, at least, is I think the South is as strong as it's been in a while. Who's in the South? USC, Utah, Arizona State, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, agree. I think those are four very solid teams. I agree. All right, let's get into it with Oregon. Over-unders nine. Is that lower than you expected or higher than you expected? Win total, over-under. I would say lower before looking at them, and yeah. then about even after I, I, I dug in a little bit. What do, um, what do you think? At initial glance, I was like, hmm, that's a little weird. That's lower than I expected because um, all, all season long, you've heard all types of hype on Oregon, well, right? Yeah, so there's all the hype. And last year, Oregon was like one of the only teams that just said, fuck it. Like, we are going to treat this. This season isn't real. We're yeah. going to treat this as a practice season. They told every single one of their top guys to opt out. Yep. They all opted out, and it was all young players just getting experience. Yep. And that's how they treated it. So... They have a ton coming back. They do, um, especially on the O-line. Um, but where they don't have somebody coming back as a starter is a quarterback. Which is why I think we're both a little bit uh, war- wary on them. Yeah, so, well, I don't know. I, like, I'm high. Like I have I'm, high, I'm high on them, too. But, like, I ex- came in expecting to be a lot higher. And then I'm hearing camp reports, too. And the Anthony camp Brown's reports not. are not good for Anthony Brown. Yes. Like, he, he's throwing picks. I mean, granted... This defense is disgusting. Um, Anthony Brown played in the bowl game mostly, right? And he played. Yeah. Didn't he take over a little bit against he, USC in the Pac-12 championship game, also, or no? I so don't. Much. I'm not sure about USC. I know he played in the bowl game. Okay. Um, he had a good year last year when he played. Uh, no, he, he did play against USC. He threw two touchdowns against USC, also. But so did Tyler Shuck, for what it's worth. So Tyler Shuck's on the Texas Tech. We just mentioned that in the Big 12 podcast, but. Um, they have so many skill position players on offense. Running backs, Travis Dye and C.J. Verdell are fantastic. Wide receiver, Devin Williams, Jalen Reed, Johnny Johnson, like Michael Pittman. Like This is a, a really good, talented group of receivers. And you mentioned the defense. Like The defense is Ibido. filthy. And they have one of the best offensive lines in the country, I think. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of guys opted out. A lot of guys are coming back. Uh, I mean... And Mario Cristobal is one of the best offensive line coaches. Oh yeah. So there are a lot. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like with Oregon. Yeah, um, there is. They're built. They're built uh, pretty much the opposite of how they used to be built under Chip Kelly. Yeah. Uh, but they're built the right way to build a team that's successful year in and year out. And they obviously like the Nike draw. It's interesting because they went away from recruiting speed and went to recruiting like O line, D line, and I think the kind of thought was that the speed would recruit itself to Oregon, and it it kind of has to an extent. Like they have a lot of skill talent yeah. on this team, so it's not like they're gone away from what made Oregon Oregon, 
but they have just de-emphasized it and decided to emphasize the lines. Kayvon Thibodeau might be the best defensive player in the country. I mean, he's probably going to go number one overall. He, he He's up there right now. Um, they got a lot back in the secondary. Uh, really good set of linebackers. Like, there's a lot to really like about this team. Um like, there's not really a glaring weakness unless it is at the quarterback position. I think is that, like, a fair assessment? I think assessment? That's, that's what I – that's yeah. my thinking as well. But I don't – I wouldn't say Anthony Brown is, like, a weakness. Like, I think he's just – he's an average – I think he's an average to above average power five quarterback, but he's not – he's not a game – he's not no, winning no, you. No, 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 he's no. A, he's a game manager. Yeah. He's a game manager, and he's not, like – when you think of a game manager, you think of an experienced game manager. You think of Jack Cohn, right? Sure. I mean, Anthony Brown's experience. Yeah, but like not on the high stage. Not on just not experienced in the way like Cone or Book or like Mac Jones is a bad example, but like um, AJ McCarron. What do you mean by experienced? Because he, I mean, he started for what two years at Boston College. Yeah, but like not at not at this level. Right, I see what you're saying. Yes, like not at the not at the top twenty. Like like he 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 captained a seven and five ship. Now he's getting asked to captain that, a... That prioritizes the run. Yeah. So. Now he's... This is all... I mean, Oregon prioritizes yeah, the run, true. too. But now he's getting asked to caption, captain a 10-2 ship. You know? It's a it's a different... It's a different scenario, and there's a lot of more ex- expectations. Like, it's the first time he's doing this. Yeah. You know? Like, walking into Austin Stadium is very wa- different than walking into Chestnut Hill. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. He kind of failed upwards. <laughs> yeah, he, like my like my buddy Jake Ostrov and I talk about this all the time in college basketball transfers. Like guys that kind of fail upwards. Like there are examples of, of guys that like Rajir Bolton is one. He's a, he was he's a point guard. He was really good as a freshman at Penn State. He transferred to Iowa State. He was really good at Iowa State. Really bad basketball teams both years. And now he's going to be a starter on Gonzaga. Like he just kind of failed upwards. Anthony Brown like Boston College was thrilled to have. Jerkovic transferring from. So the you're saying that that guy was bad on both of those teams? No, he was good. He was good on, but he was good on bad teams. Like, okay, well that's different. That would and now, but now has like a like a high level role. Yeah. Like Anthony Brown wasn't bad at Boston College. Yeah, but I I would say, like I wouldn't call that failing upwards. You're getting better, and then you get recruited. I don't like, think I feel he's like that. better though. Like that's the thing. Uh, all right, but so you think he was average on those teams? Yeah, then? like good on bad teams. And now all of a sudden he like yeah, went but, but to be you, like because because I, I feel like that happens all the time. Like came out and was really good on on Marshall, and he transferred to Notre Dame to be on the O line. I wouldn't say that's failing upwards. I would say outperformed expectations. Little, no, I think that's different. Because I'm not talking about. So, so then you, you wouldn't say he was good. You say he was average yes, on those that's teams. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because that it doesn't average on bad teams. Yes, yes. Not like a standout on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not yeah. a standout on a bad team. Kind of failed upwards. Like just kind of for show. Um, and I think that's the case with Anthony Brown. Although, like, I could see him being good. Like, I don't think he's going to have a bad year. I just don't think he's going to be great. Yeah, I, the practice reports definitely scared me about that because I. Came in wanting to be very high in Oregon, and I feel like the glaring weakness is quarterback. The Tyler Shock transfer did not make sense to me at the time, yep. and it still doesn't make sense. And yep. now that I'm hearing, and it still offense, doesn't make sense to go to Texas Tech. Like talk about like he, I, I, why wouldn't he go to a better? I don't know. Texas Tech makes a little bit of sense. They're known for their offense. Yeah, I guess it's fair. Um, but yeah, that, now I like hearing that has me worried about their ability to win games against similar competition, and they're going to have to prove it right off the bat at Ohio State. 
Win, and they're gonna have to prove it against Fresno State. Fresno State's not an easy game either. Like that's sneaky. I mean, no. they'll, they'll win, I mean, they should win it. Like, but that's not. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not. I mean, Temple. when you when you when you are Oregon and you're yeah. walking at home into Fresno State with the talent they're returning right now, you're expected to win that game. Yes, but Fre- I will say this: Fresno State is not that. Like they are a team that should go bowling in the Mountain West. Like they're anyway, whatever. Yeah, they're, Oregon is gonna be a three is a three touchdown favorite in that game. Yeah, and okay. rightfully so. Anyway, win total nine. What do you think? I see one loss, right? Yeah. One auto loss. I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wins. Yeah, I see one loss and three toss-ups. One loss, eight wins, three toss-ups. I agree. So I think that means we kind of have to take the over, right? Because if you have three toss-ups left... you got to win one of them. One of them to push... Win two to to cover or lose all three, and then you're eight and four, and you didn't, and you and you lost. Yeah, yeah. So we do have to take the over. Take the I over. mean, right? Like at UCLA, yep. at Washington, at Utah. Yep. Yeah. They and I think a lot of those games will be pickums, like straight pickums. Yeah. It, really, their season's gonna if they're gonna be nine and three. And in a good bowl, and maybe in the Rose Bowl, but like just like a you know like another Oregon team, another good solid Oregon team, or if they're going to be a college football playoff contender, yeah, it is going to come down to if Anthony Brown can perform, yeah, and on the road at good teams, yeah, because I mean, really getting UCLA, Washington, and Utah on the road, yeah, and Ohio State. Yeah, like, like that is a really tough road, man. You'd much rather be on the road at like Arizona and Colorado. But it, it does it definitely does help them avoid the slip up factor. You know, like last year they lost to Oregon State in a I mean, do you remember watching that game? You could yep. barely even see it. Yep. Corvallis, man. Uh they lost at Cal. Yep. Like now you're getting Cal at home, you're getting Fresno at home, you're getting Washington State, you're getting Oregon State, you're getting all those teams that like Maybe could catch you on the road at home, and then all the games on the road are massive games. I think we got to take over nine. Yeah, we do have to take over. Just nine. mathematically. No, because I mean, there's three toss-ups. Yeah. You got to assume they go two, two and one. Yep. Let's or, go. Yeah. Or one, or one and two. You know, like right. If they're one and two, they're one and two. It's a push. Yeah, and two and one, you win. Yeah. So yeah. you, you got to assume they don't go over three. Washington next. Um, year two of the Jimmy Lake era. Dylan Morris back at quarterback. I think he was pretty solid as a freshman. I mean, he wasn't spectacular, but I think he was solid. Like, he doesn't have the best arm in the world, but whatever. Like, they're a team that wins with defense and run game. Um, defense was really solid last year at times, but... They... The defense was really good last year. At t- yes, yeah. at times, but they, you know, they were also weren't like you don't give up thirty-one points to Stanford and like be called really good. They were such a weird team last year, right? I mean, I mean, do you believe in Jimmy Lake? No, I don't. Okay, but uh, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that is a uh, factor of the poor job he's done on the recruiting trail this year. Mm-hmm. That that definitely, um, I think, has brought some negative attention. And this team, like what he does on the recruiting trail. Does not matter to this team because this team is full of blue chips. Yep. 
Like, uh, Chris Peterson recruited Washington really well. And if Chris Peterson was here, I would feel very good about this team. Me too. Um, but he's not. But he's not here. And the games last year, even the games they won, right, like Utah, Oregon State, like didn't they, they were down like 14-0 in those games. Like, and they came from – they came from behind, or was it was it the other way? They were up. I think they were down big against Utah and came from behind. Yeah, Utah was up 21-0, and then they end up winning 24-21, which is impressive to come back, but also... Like, I can't wait for Pac-12 after dark. That just does not, like... I feel like a win like that doesn't really inspire confidence, especially when you do it multiple times. Yeah. Um... They've got one of the best offensive lines in the country. Yeah. Um, they just don't really... They, they, they push back defensively. They're huge. Lots of yeah, they're lots deep. of holes for running backs. and I, I, like, But I don't love their skill position, guys. But I, I, I'm, I'm a high on the O-line. They've got a really good secondary. Yeah. Um, good D-line. I think D-line's fine. Front seven's fine. Uh, I'm not, I, like you, I'm not sold on Jimmy Lake. Um, I think there's some buzz that this could be a really good Washington team that could I mean, get this Oregon. This is Phil Steele's number one most improved team of the year. And I'm not sure I'm there though. I'm not. I'm definitely not there. Like, I don't love the the skill on offense. Like, I, like yeah, they're really good on the O line, really good in the secondary. Pretty should be really good on defense. But I think to get there, to take that next step, you have to be electric on offense, and I don't see it with Washington. Win totals eight and a half, Kyle. You think they get there? Let's talk it. Let's talk it out. Toss up at Michigan. Okay. Um, I give them a win at Oregon State. Yeah. UCLA is a toss up. Um, yes. Uh, Close, but yes. At Arizona is a win. Yeah. At Stanford, I have I have as a win. Yeah. Oregon is a, is a toss up. Yep. Arizona State's a toss up. Um, and like. At Colorado, I have as a toss up. Yeah, Washington State no, 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 isn't no. like it's close. I have that is like a, I have that as a as a. I mean, even there, season. even the ones the wins we're giving them, I can I could see them losing to Cal. Yeah. I could see them losing at Stanford. I could see them losing to Washington State. Yeah, it's so the the schedule. It's like a bunch of like. It's all toss ups, dude. Yeah. It, like it's 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 what two wins and a to- and all toss ups. Yeah, and it, it, even if they were giving them a win, it's like a win that's like. Nine points, not a sixteen-point spread. You yeah. know, which is still very, very losable. Are you going under on the eight and a half? I might have to. Plus one ten. I don't know if I'm there. Yeah, I don't think I can put my money behind it. Like I I'm definitely to, not betting this. I think I'm going to take my my take the under as well. I mean, so I just four, think so four losses, in the right? So, but like, say, it's, a, it's a win for them that they avoid you. They avoid Utah and USC and the, and Arizona State in the crossover games. Like no, they have Arizona State. Huge. November thirteenth, but they get them at home. Oh, they and do. Arizona yeah. teams. Yeah. The the it one of the funniest dynamics in the Pac twelve. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not that funny. It just makes sense. But it's 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 an interesting thing to think about when you're betting. Is that Oregon and Washington? struggle when they go on the road to Arizona. So when they have late game roads, late game games at Arizona or at Arizona State, even when they're big favorites, they have 
there's a lot of recent history and losses there. And then when Arizona State and Arizona go up to Washington and Oregon in the in the winter, they struggle because it's just, the climate is just so different. Interesting. So you're on the Washington under nine, under eight and a half, under with the Huskies. I just think it's more likely they win eight games than, than over nine. Although, yeah. Like, like at Michigan, at Oregon. I mean, at, at Michigan is going to be like one of the most interesting games of the season. Yeah, can be pretty much a pick 'em too. Yeah, I, it, it's I. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I also don't know. Like, what? How is how is this their number one? How is this Phil Steele's number one surprise team when they went three and one last year and should have been in the Pac-12 championship? He, he has them as a top ten team now, but that's a good point. You know, like if they go if they go eight and four, is he going to say that was a good year? Well, let me give you my number one surprise team. Let's jump ahead. Okay, Utah. I like Utah. How could you not? I like Utah, but. Are we going there right now? Yeah. Do you want to have anything left to say on Washington? We're both no, on the under. Both on the under. I think their defense is good. I think they got a great right offensive line. line. I mean, I think they could go over. It just. I think it's more likely they go under. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there. Yeah, I'm not there either. Utah. Win total for the Utes. Eight and a half as well. I think a lot of people are high on Utah. A lot of people. And for good reason, though. Uh, um, right, Charlie Brewer? I, lo- I, love, I love that they got Charlie Brewer, man. So he transfers in from Baylor, where he was really good and played in really big games. Yes. With Matt Rules. And, uh, like, last year, he had nobody on that team. Like, I, I don't put him at fault for his season, even though it wasn't even that bad. Like, he was the only reason Baylor scored any points last year, was he just made, he manufactured the points. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. And now you put him on a team with, like... Ten returning starters on offense, nine yeah. on defense. Yep, the and entire O line back. So you're pretty much bringing everybody back on offense, except you're exchanging Bentley for Brewer, and I think that's an upgrade. And, and at running back. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ty Jordan unfortunately passed away, right? So yeah, he's, that is. Yeah, he's gone, and but they obviously, um, and TJ Pledger is taking over at running back, who's a transfer from Oklahoma, and you know was a really good player himself, right? So yeah. that's. I don't know. It's a it's a really good team. I like what they have at receiver. It's really good, and Brent I mean, Kobe this is also a team. Ever? Yeah. This is also a team that, after choking against Washington, rallied out three straight to end the year. Yeah, looks really good doing it, beating Colorado and Washington State uh, handily. Yeah, and I mean, I think everybody really likes Kyle Whittingham. He's just a He's just a winning coach. A Utah is the Wisconsin of the Pac-12. Yeah, he's a winner. I actually have him as my highest-rated head coach in the Pac-12, for what it's worth. I don't know if that matters or anything. Yeah, I mean... Is that fair? I, I, think, that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, yeah. So they bring back a ton of guys on the D-line. Um, and they're, they're, it's, it, they're, they they're different than a lot of these teams that are... Um, I mean, I guess it's similar to Wisconsin, but they're different than a lot of these teams that don't have the talent ceiling... Because of that hit of talent soon, because their D line and O line are typically just like massive individuals that are always going to hold their own, you know? Yeah. They, they, they recruit the Polynesians. Yeah. They just ship them up there, you know? Yeah. From, from the islands to the, the cold Utah mountains. They also have um, 
a really good secondary. Like this is just a really good defense. They're well coached. Like there's not there's not much more to say. It's a really solid football team. They kind of yeah. You t- you say Wisconsin like they remind me of Iowa State a little bit. Like just yeah. TCU a little like no real weakness. Um, and I think adding Charlie Brewer to the mix, who I who who I think can be like a, a ceiling really, raiser. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Over under is eight and a half. Their non-conference schedule is not easy. I'm not saying they'll lose those games, but they have to go at BYU and at San Diego State. Yeah, I, I think BYU's due for a down year. I think a lot of people have been talking about that. It's just they. I don't know lost, if they're going to be that bad. They lost so much from last year. I don't think I don't know if they're going to be that bad. I don't think they're going to be that bad, but and they also have a much tougher schedule. But it's also a rivalry game on the road yes. that didn't get to happen last year, and BYU wanted more than anything to play that game because they would have won last year. Like, their fans were livid about it. They they really wanted to play Utah, and they were not able to. At San Diego State is not an easy game. Nope. You're going to have to go on the road to USC, a team you haven't beaten on the road in, like, seven years. What was it? Like, they haven't beat US, USC at USC, I think, like, in 2014, maybe. I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. Um, I'm looking at the schedule. I see a win over Weber State. Yep. I can't give them a win over BYU, and I can't give them a win Can over you give them a split? State. No. I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah, they're just toss-ups to me. So, like, I, I'm going to keep them both as toss-ups. I think they're favored in both games, but they're both toss-ups to me. I can give them a win over Washington State. That's two for yeah. me. I can't I can, give them, there's no way I'm giving them no, a win against USC. I can give them a win at Oregon State, that's three. I can give them a win at Stanford, that's four. A win at Arizona, that's five. And a win at home against Colorado. So I have six wins with six toss-ups. So I kind of like the over eight and a half. If they go three and three in the toss-ups. Yeah. And I'll have them favored at BYU and at San Diego State. That could be eight wins right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, they get Oregon at home. There are they get UCLA at home and they get Arizona State at home. Those are all yeah good yeah, things. No, it's 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 great that they get all those teams at home. I do like. I think they could like trip up at Oregon State or Stanford. I guess, but but yeah, I mean if we're gonna give if we're by eight, seven by at least eight over, over both of them. If we're gonna give them, if we're gonna go. Three and three. Yeah. Then you and you, you're also giving BYU and San Diego State as, as a toss-up. And I think it's more likely you go 2-0 and than 0-2 there. Yep, I agree. So, I think, yeah. And you get all... you get. And I, I, I really like this team, man. Like, I, and, I don't want to... And they'll have the coaching edge in every game they play. Yeah. In every game they play. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Utah over 8.5. It's, it's kind of a hold-your-nose bet, but I think they get, I think they get nine wins. I just think they do it. I think they're good enough. Um, Arizona State. Okay. What? You got your USC stat? Yeah. Okay. Last time they won in Southern Cal. Are you asking me to guess? Yeah. 2010? 1900s? 1990-something? What is it? 1916. Well, maybe they'll break the streak this year. They have not won it. At USC since they joined the Pac-12. It's actually a crazy stat. 
Arizona State. Let's do it. We're both on Utah over eight and a half. Arizona State's totals eight and a half. They've got some like scandal issues. Oh, they do. The yeah, the um, payment right from uh, yeah Herm Edwards from doing Mr. Some, Herm doing some wonky wonky stuff. Pulling some Tennessee. But if that's not a factor, this is on paper one of the most talented oh. rosters in the conference. I you know what worries me a little bit about that is that when you see this stuff come out about Scott Frost in Nebraska mm-hmm. or Jeremy Pruitt in Tennessee. You assume that the boosters are digging that up and trying to find whatever they can get them so they can lower the buyout and get them out, right? Mm-hmm. There's no reason for Arizona State is not trying to get Herm out. Mm-hmm. Herm has easily outperformed expectations. Yep. Uh, so that is a little scary to me because they may get hit with some some sanctions. Let's look at this team. I think Jaden Daniels is an under the radar Heisman hopeful. Jaden Daniels is a stud. They've got a terrific group of running backs. Yes. They've got talented receivers. They've got great guys on the O-line. The defense is absolutely loaded. Bring everybody back. Everybody back on D. Like, you know Herm knows how to coach defense also. Former safety, coach in the NFL. Defense has been good under him for a while. Good special teams. Like this team is loaded, and it's if there's no like really good, if there are no, if there's nothing that comes down from the NCAA or from yeah, that I think that's the that's like the gray cloud. Is the is this like how scared are you of that? I'm not though. Like I'm not. I, I don't want to think about like it's like it's like to call it back to college basketball. People kept talking about that with Oklahoma State all last year. NCAA ban, NCAA yeah. ban. Well, Kate Cunningham ended up being a star of the college basketball season. Oklahoma State was a top fifteen program. And, they went and, the then, and, then, and then the NCAA was like, yeah, you guys yeah. can play because yeah. you got to bring eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying that it's the same thing here, but, like, I'm not worried about it until, like, there's a statement about it. So it doesn't mean I'm making a, like, no. a future bet on any or anything on them, but this is a really good football team. They should have like, beat really USC. Should have beat USC last year. They should have. Remember that? <laughs> they, that was a, one of the craziest chokes I've seen. Yeah. Um... USC won so many magical games. Oh my last god, year. it was insane. <laughs> they, they, Clay Helton is like just like he's just like I'm about to get fired. No. Yeah. There's just so much to like with Arizona State. All right. Um, win total is eight and a half. Let's dive. Let's dive in. At BYU. I mean, I have it as a toss up because I have it. I have them basically rated the same as Utah. I have it as like a seven. I, have, I would have Arizona State favored by six and a half or seven points. Like. So I'm going to call that a toss-up. Yeah. I see one win, two win, three wins, four wins, five wins, six. I see six wins, and then the rest are toss-ups. And they avoid Oregon, in my opinion. At Oregon State, actually, that's a win. I see seven wins. How am I not taking the Oregon So your toss-ups are Washington, USC, Utah, UCLA, BYU? Yep. And none of those are sure losses. I agree with that. Although, I think it's five of those toss-ups, four of them are on the road. Yep. That is, that's tough. Um, so, I think they're dogs at UCLA. At I U- would not have them as a dog at UCLA. 
for what it's worth. Spoiler, it's I've like, already bet against UCLA twice this year. Really? Really? Oh, we're going to have a disagreement. Not that I don't like UCLA. I'm just already betting. I think that I just in the market's way too high on them. We're going to have a disagreement. <laughs> um, like I sledgehammered LSU minus three and a half at UCLA. Like I just sledgehammered it. I um, freaking I'm, love it. You're going to be on UCLA in that yeah, game? I That's am, fine. I am already looking at that money line. Um, at Utah, I think it's really Dude, tough. LSU's going to kill them. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss this. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. Um, at Washington's tough, and especially late in the season. And at Oregon State, like you're back-to-back in the Pacific Northwest for an Arizona team is not a ideal back-to-back. Hmm. So what do eight and that eight and a half is the total? So I, I think seven? this team is really good, though. Are they a nine-win team? I think they beat BYU. I just think mathematically, I have to go there. All right, I'm gonna say they. I'm gonna say they're four and zero, four and one. Five and five and one, five and two, six and two, and then let's say they go seven. So what is it? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. It's a well set number. Fuck man. <coughs> what do you like? You like the under? No. Do you like the over? I don't like either of them. I mean, Colin, but, shit or get off the pot, dude. Yo, get out of here. Uh, give me... <laughs> give me the over, but I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't like that Washington-Oregon State back-to-back on the road at all. Maybe they'll stay up there in the uh, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I don't like that. All right. But I, I, I like this team too much to... On to UCLA. Another team I like. I like them too. Um, even though I've faded them a little bit, I still like them. It's just more of a, I really like Hawaii and I really like LSU, but whatever. I mean, there, there will be a time and a place for, to yeah. discuss that. Um, I think we both believe in DTR. Yes. Dorian Thompson-Robinson has gotten better and better under Chip Kelly. They have... Good running game, pretty good receivers. O line is is solid. Defense is solid. Like Chip Kelly's done a really good job getting talent into the program, and now they return what ten starters on offense and ten on defense. Like, I mean, this is the team Chip Kelly's been waiting for. Yeah. I think this is pretty much a like, do you still believe in Chip Kelly or not? Right. Like that's what it comes down to with this team because this team is loaded. They're good. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'm going to go to go with loaded. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, you don't think they were that good last year. I really like what they did last year. I think that's, that's. They went three and four. Yeah, but, look, the, at Oregon game, like, that was kind of like their coming out party there. Like, they were so close to winning that game. And then they beat Arizona State. They lose on a last second USC. And then I think, like, the Stanford game was just, like, that was brutal. Uh, yeah, like they choked that game yeah, too. Yeah, like so, like I see, I see two of their losses were chokes, and at Oregon, like their three losses were so close. Three of their, where's the fourth one? What am I missing? Oh, the the Colorado, oh, the oh. Colorado, the Colorado loss was close, but that's the only game that I that I don't really think is an acceptable loss. All of their losses were close. So I really like this team, and 
I like Chip Kelly. Like I've I've been waiting for him to do something here, and I think with DTR, like with this defense, just kind of the this is like the this is the type of team Chip Kelly wants to coach, and I I, I get some of his advantage has been negated because everybody else runs the tempo these days. But I still really think this team is I think this team's gonna be really good. So what do we have? Um Let me see here. The win total for UCLA is seven. So I see two wins. I give them three wins at Stanford. I give him four wins at Arizona. Five over. I gave him. I think the. I think seven is the play. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm easily over. I mean, if I'm going to take him against LSU, I better take the over. Yeah. Okay. Got a lot of overs in this conference. Basically, yeah, what we're, we're saying to, is, we're we're saying is to, Stanford, everybody else is going to lose every game, which is just not what happens in the Pac-12. But uh, we, we can hope. UCLA over seven. I'm, I mean, I'm there too. Like I have them winning. I mean, did we I go over on Washington? Months. We went under, right? Under on Washington. Okay. Like I don't. I, just because UCLA returns every doesn't mean they return a ton of studs. Yeah, but I thought they were good last year. Yeah. I thought they were better than their record. I might have to reevaluate them, but I, I I don't think they're. Whatever. We'll talk about the games when the games happen. Yeah. All um, right. Who do we got? Moving on to Colorado. All right. Carl Durrell. I think Colorado was kind of a surprise team last year. Yeah, a team we faded every year, every week to no avail. They somehow won four games. <laughs> they somehow won four games. They beat UCLA. They won at Stanford. They won at Arizona. And they beat San Diego State. Like, beating UCLA was the only real... Ah, San Diego State was semi. I guess. I guess. I mean, Stanford. Yeah, Stanford won four games last year too. And maybe it's, maybe we shouldn't discount Colorado, but like I look at their their roster right now. There's n- not much to like. Um, I think their starting quarterback transferred out. Sam Neuer, he's gone. Um, J T. Shrout, who was pretty mediocre at Tennessee, like. He's now their starting quarterback. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I th- I think they had some momentum from 2019. I mean, we've both discussed uh, our opinions on Mel Tucker. Yeah. And I think that kind of propelled them to the that start last year. But that team, this team, was way worse than its record. Um, good run game. They have a great group of linebackers, but like across the board, I see them as a pretty average football team. Like they're not wowing me anywhere. Win total four and a half, and probably because they have such a tough non-conference schedule. Yeah, you know who they open up against? Northern Colorado? Yeah, you know who's their quarterback? No. Dylan McCaffrey. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And, I don't uh, think they're going to lose that game. No, and uh, and it's uh, his, his dad's the coach. <sighs> what do you think? You think Colorado can get to five wins? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I have eight losses. So no. 
There you go. Pretty simple. I, I had them losing to Texas A&M. Minnesota's kind of a toss-up at Arizona State. USC's kind of a toss-up. At Cal, toss-up. Loss. I don't know. I think four and a half is a well-set number, but I just think it's a down year for them, and I, I think that they're not. I think there might be. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Colorado. Under four and a half. Moving on. No, man, I, yeah. Not a lot to say about Colorado. No, I mean, it's just like... Let's hit Arizona. <laughs> and then we'll go back to the pack. Oh, man. The north. Arizona's win total is set two and a half. Well, talk about a shit show. I don't think Arizona's going to get to two, three wins. I see one win. Northern Arizona? That's, that is it. Yeah, I, I agree. So Jed Fish comes in. He takes over after Kevin. He's saying Sumlin. the right. He's saying the right things. What is he saying? I just like he's like how he's talking in his press conference. It 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 seems like he may be able to like get this out of the fucking mess it's in. But well, they but Arizona has been like no, I not for this yeah. year. Yeah. I mean in the long run. Yeah, no, it seems that. like he may be an all right coach. Hiring Kevin Sumlin was probably one of the dumbest ideas that any team has ever had. Maybe. I mean, it ended up failing, but, like, when Kevin Sumlin came in, they had Khalil Tate. Like, they had, like, an upward I knew, bro. I, I, I feel like... I, I feel like everybody was low on that hire. It was, like, similar to the Gase hire. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, Kevin Sumlin had failed at Texas A&M, and you were just taking him for no reason. Well, he took a program that was struggling, ran it further into the ground. This is a team that returns a lot of starters... Um, I actually like the, the transfer quarterback, Jordan McLeod, coming over from South Florida. I actually think that might be, I don't know, an upgrade over Grant Cannell, but not a, like, I don't think there's going to be a huge drop-off. Um, they return a lot of guys, but, like, they're not good players. They went 0-5 last year, and now they have to adjust to a completely new coaching staff. And in a conference where I think everybody is, everybody else is pretty stable, they're the only team that is really unstable, and I think they're due for a horrible year. The one thing I would say... Like, what do you think about BYU minus 11 against Arizona week one on a neutral? Like, I kind of I think BYU destroys them. I don't know. I'm not as high on BYU as you are. I mean, I'm... Okay. But um, the one thing I would say is that, yeah, they return a lot, and yeah, they were pretty bad players, but you have to also think that this team last year... Like, they were bad, yes, but they also kind of – they you know your head coach is getting fired. You you give up, and that's, like, what happened against Arizona State. Like, that 70-7, like, they lost to USC by four and very easily could have won that game. On the road at Washington isn't, like, an insanely bad blowout. UCLA game was kind of tough, and then Colorado wasn't great. But, like, they weren't that far removed from the rest of the Pac-12 last year. I think they just – kind of gave up when they knew their head coach was getting fired, and I also think their head coach was terrible. Over under two and a half. You're an under? I see... You see Northern Arizona. I see one win. I think... Like, one toss-up... I don't really know how good San Diego State's gonna be. Like that could be. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're getting there, dude. Under two and a half. I actually may place that bet. 
I am gonna be with you on under two and a half, but I'm I don't gonna, think they win a Pac-12. Game. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna place that. I think there's too much parity in the Pac-12 that I think they there could, is, but not here, not with Arizona. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Arizona's in a shit place, but I think now they don't have someone anymore. Maybe some sort of decentness can make its way there. Back to the Pac-12 North. Stanford. Oh. Another team that I am just not there with. Um, win total for Stanford is four. Uh, Davis Mills was a really good quarterback for them for a, for a few years, and now he's gone to the NFL. So they need to replace him. Um, Austin Jones had a pretty good year running the football. I guess he's back. But... Overall, it's a really uninspiring bunch. Um, I don't see a lot of talent at receiver. Um, their best, their star receiver, Simi Fajoko, is gone. Like, O-line fine. Defense should be okay. They kind of lost their way. Like, they're, the, the Stanford brand is gone, you know? Like, they haven't been grounding and pounding. Like, like what, what happened to the identity that Stanford football used to have? It just... It doesn't seem to be there anymore, and I feel like that's a big problem with why they haven't been winning games. Yeah, I, I just uh, I think they're going to be good in the trenches, but the one thing is they still have David Shaw. Yep, I agree. Like, and 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 as much as we say they've fallen off, and you look at this team, and there's not that great. They won four games last year, and you go ten and three, nine and five, nine and four, one season of four and eight, and then they're four and two last year, like. Yeah. I just think a lot of that was because Davis Mills was a really good quarterback and they still had the threat of the passing impact. Now, you, you lose your star quarterback and your number one receiver, like, I think that's going to be a factor. Like, I think that, that really drops them down. And a lot of the wins they had, like, yeah, they were wins, but they could have just as easily been losses. I mean, they should have lost to UCLA. Yep. All of them could have easily been losses. Yeah, they're they, all they very did close. win them, but, yeah. like. No, they're all very close. But they also could have beat Colorado. They couldn't beat Oregon, but they could have beat Colorado. I'm just not. I'm not really there. I think it's a down year. Winter they also don't return a lot in a conference that has a ton of yeah, return. Yeah, that's another good point. So while everybody else moves up a notch, I think don't think Stanford kind of works that way also. Um, win total's four. I don't see a win on their schedule. Do you see a firm win on their schedule? No. So. But I mean. I see a loss at USC. A loss at Arizona State. I wouldn't give them a loss at USC. Okay. Like, I, 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 I get what you're saying, but it's just like a rivalry game. I think they could win that. Okay. Give them a loss at Arizona State. Give them a loss at home against Notre Dame. The loss to Utah, like I just don't see them. I think there's, it's more likely they end up winning three. They may be like a better football team than. It's weird because I see this schedule as like, it's a brutal almost schedule. yeah, but like almost all toss ups. Like there, there's games they're gonna be dog significant dogs in, but like there's maybe Two games, three games that I'm certain they're going to lose. And almost all the games are at home. 
Like UCLA's, you get at home. At, at USC, is, yeah, but that's a rivalry game. Oregon, you get at home. You get in Washington at home. You get in Utah at home. You get in Notre Dame at home. Yeah. You think they can steal one of those? Of the of those? Yeah. I think they they will win one of those games. I don't think they go. I don't think they lose every. I. So do you think they find a way to win five games? So let's see. Of the home games they have, I'm going to give them one, one of five against or. Yeah, go one and four against UCLA, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Notre Dame. Okay. Kansas State's a toss-up. Vanderbilt's a toss-up. Yep. So let's just say we're going. You want to give them one of those games? Yeah. So we'll go two and six. Um, two and five. Yeah. Two and five. Two and five. Okay. Um, at Arizona State, I'm going to give them a loss. Okay. Two and six. Okay. Washington State on the road is a toss-up. Okay. Cal at home toss-up. Yeah. You want to split them? So three. Yeah. Three and seven. And then now at USC. At USC, and what's the other and one? At Oregon State. So what do we have? Three and a half or four? It's four. Under. I agree. I agree. And I think we kind of have to be on that. Like we have to assume that the bad teams in this conference are going to be bad. Like with the way we are, the way the how handicapping this conference is that we think that it's going to be a year where the good teams actually separate, which yeah. never happens in the Pac-12. So yeah, it's, not it's a risky, it's a it's it's a risky proposition to be on. Some may say stupid. <laughs> some we may say some may say that. <laughs> we're when, when, Stanford, when, when Stanford is three and zero with UCLA rolling the town, we're going to feel like idiots. Washington State, Nick Rolovich, year two. Um, I'm kind of a believer in his offense and the talent and like what he's doing and what he's building. The problem is, it's like I think he's kind of an idiot, and I don't think he's a, like. I mean, there's also think, like a ton of there's a ton of off the field stuff. Oh yeah, going on there, especially with COVID. Like they like in a in a conference that is notoriously liberal, right? Yeah. Pac-12. Nick Rolovich is kind of a fish out of water with his he's. he's Kind of anti-vax. He was the only coach to not go to media days in the Pac-12 because he didn't have a vaccination. He's not mandating his team get vaccinated, not to make this like a political thing. But but, you can lose games. You can lose you games. Can... It's a forfeit if your team can't play yes. and if your team is not vaccinated, exactly. you may not be able to play. And his team has the lowest vaccination rate of any team in, in the conference, and it, this is just a legit factor to handicap into the process. Now, having said that, they bring in Jarek Guarantano from Tennessee, who... I'm not really who I've never been a huge fan of, but like throw him in the mix with Jaden Delora, who had a really good year as a true freshman at times. Like there is talent in that quarterback. Bring room. back everybody on defense almost. At, like, Max Borgie's a really good running back. They've got talent at receiver. Like their top two receivers are back. Tons of guys back on D. You mentioned it. Like there's a lot to like about this roster. Yeah. Win total six. I think there's a lot to like about the roster. Like Max Borgie is one of the best running backs in the country that nobody knows of. Threat in the passing game, physical, breakaway speed. Yeah, I mean, missed most of last season. It's it's so difficult to know what to take from last season, right? Because I I may be overrating UCLA just because of how they played last season, and you could be underrating Washington State because they had one win against Oregon State. 
But there were dogs in all four games. And the teams they played were tough. Yeah, like, like Oregon, Oregon, Oregon USC, USC, Utah are three of the hard yeah. best teams in the uh, at USC in the Pac-12. Yeah. And they were young and first year of a head coach. Like so, now the win total six. I look at their schedule. I see one win, two wins. Kind of see three wins, four wins. Stanford and Oregon State? I think I would have them favored by over a touchdown in both those games. Really? No, no, not, not Stanford. Not okay. Stanford. Yeah. Oregon State, yes. Yeah, I feel like that Stanford game's a toss-up. Um, BYU? Three. Right, BYU is pretty much a toss-up, but that's at home. Arizona Arizona's a win, a win. So that's four wins that I have. Now I have a loss at Oregon, a loss at Washington, a loss at Arizona State, and a loss at Utah. So that's four and four. Yeah, it's fair. And then Cal would be a toss-up. US. Home against USC, I would have as a. I would actually have that as a toss up. Okay. I may have that more as a uh, loss, but I, I, have U- I think I have USC minus six. Like okay, it's, not... it's like it's on the fringe. Yeah. Um, well, so are we. I don't think this team wins seven games. Therefore, I'm going to go under six. I think it's just even though I like. So them, what's the what's the path to seven games? Walk me through it. And what's the path to six wins? They, to seven. Seven to seven. Give me seven, seven. They would have to beat Utah State, Portland State out of the gate. That's okay. two. They'd probably have to go on the road and beat Cal. Yeah, three. Three. You sweep Oregon State four, Stanford five, BYU, BYU six, six, Arizona seven. Okay, so that so you you sweep Oregon State, Stanford, BYU, and Cal on the road. And Cal on the road, which is not. But that's also assuming you don't get. Um, you don't have a, a, well, you're a, weird, not, a weird rivalry win against Washington or knock off USC at home. Yeah, I mean, but those are four really brutal road No, games. no, they're, they're, they're incredibly tough. Yeah, I think the under six. I just don't, seven wins is really far-fetched for these guys. I think they're a good team, they're improved, but I, I think six is their ceiling. It, it would be tough Way to beat, to beat Cal, to go 4-0 in Cal, Oregon State, Stanford, BYU. I think... Two and two is more likely than four now. Yeah, I just think I think I think I don't think they're winning seven games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so under under. They're just not winning seven games. That would be a and the end like you've got to worry about forfeit and yeah other issues. Great point. Washington State under six. Even though I like the roster, I just am not. I can't get there with the win total. Cal. Another team where I like the roster. Um, yeah. And I like the head coach. Like, Justin Wilcox is... Yeah, I think he's a really good coach. He's done really good things at Cal. Um, Chase Garbers is into, what, year three, year four now. He's been a pretty good quarterback there. Um, They've got talent at receiver. Uh, I might be be underrating Cal, man. What do you mean? You don't like Cal? No, no, no. I might might be underrating them. Like, I... I I mean, but but if you look at their roster, like, there's nothing special. Like, they've got a good secondary... Linebackers are solid. Linebackers are really good. D line, the lines are okay. Like it's not like there's not a ton on the O line. There's not a ton on the D line. Like they're fine. Like they're not a great football team. Like there's not a ton of talent there. No, you know, they're not recruiting they're not, at a high level. They're not. They're, I mean, their D backs are really good. Yep. The D backs are really good. Uh, I think their coaching is really good. And their quarterback plays solid. Their quarterback is good. Their receiving core is. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. There's not their rushing is is fine. Is pretty pretty solid. Yeah. Like, I think their running's pretty good. Uh 
And this was a team that went seven and six, eight and five before last year. And then last year they were one and three, but they did beat Oregon. And they also, I'm pretty sure, had some really weird like COVID restrictions at the beginning. Yeah, because they had to, because they are in Berkeley, California. That's a great point. So what is this? Six. Oh man. Okay, one win. Which which is who? Sacramento State. Yeah. Two, maybe. I don't think. Almost every game on the schedule is a toss-up. Right. I don't. There's no. I don't. I don't think any of these games is like a. I have actual a, loss. Well, I have four losses for them. You have four losses at TCU. Okay. Yeah. I'm at really Washington. High, I'm really high on TCU, but. At Washington, I have yeah. as a loss. At Oregon, I have as a loss. Can you give and at UCLA? I have can you give loss. at Oregon a loss when when they beat them? Yes. Yeah, I I mean yeah. But Oregon had a bunch of opt outs. Yeah, Cal, Cal had them at home. Yeah, that's in the last game of the season. Kind it's of a, true. a win one yeah. game for. Yeah, I can give that as a loss. Oregon will be favored by at least two touchdowns in that yeah. game. Yeah, they I will. I can give that as a loss. At TCU, at Washington, at Oregon. At UCLA are all losses to me. I'll give them a win over Sacramento State and a win over Arizona. I think that they can beat Oregon State and can beat Colorado, but that's four. Like, what is their path to seven wins? Let's walk through their, it. Their path to seven wins starts here. They beat Nevada at home. Okay. Which They're is going to be very, three. very difficult. They're favored by three, three and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we're both way too high on them on TCU to have them beat TCU. I'm not. I don't think they're winning. So in TCU. we're one and one. We, we're going to beat Sacramento State. Yep. We're going to be two and one. Yep. We are going to. No, don't give them the Washington game yet. We may have to come okay, back. Okay. I, I, that. All right. We're going to beat Washington State. Yep. So we're going to be three, three and two. two. Three and three. Right. Four and three. Five and three. Six Four and three beat Colorado. Five and three beat Oregon State. Six, Six and three, three beat Arizona, and, and then, then you're gonna win. Either you upset USC at home, or you go on the road and win Stanford. Yeah, that's your point. Or, or you beat UCLA on the road. But I don't think that's a toss up. Like at UCLA, no, I don't think it's yeah. a toss up. But yeah. that, I think that's I, how you that's get to seven. And I, that that's more likely they win five or seven. That's not unreasonable path. I mean, it, it takes a lot to go right for them. But I mean, six and six isn't like I, I feel like you're you're pretty you get decent. Push insurance at six and six, right? So you beat Nevada, Sacramento State. But Nevada, I can't. All right, I can't all right, give all right. Them so Nevada. you beat Sacramento State. I'm not giving them Washington State either. Colorado. Not really. Not really one I want to give them either. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. They're give all the tosses. Losses. I'm what? not giving them a loss either. But like, I want to give them Colorado. Okay. So that's two. I want to give them Oregon State at that's home. Fine. That's fine. That's three. three. I want to give them Arizona on the road. That's four. Okay. So, so then you now, have to match it with the losses, then, if you're going to give them those. I'll, all right, so I'll, I'm going to give them those four. Okay. And I'm going to give... Wins. Now, I, give me your losses. I'm going to give them a loss at TCU, because yep. I'm going to give them a loss yep. at Oregon. you got to give them a loss at Washington, also. If you're going to be that liberal, giving them wins over Colorado, Oregon State. All right, I'll have, give them a loss at Washington, and then I'm going to give them a loss at UCLA. Okay, so that's four and four. Four and four. So then they have to go three and one... In Nevada at home, Washington State at home, 
You they don't have to go there at Stanford. They don't have to go three and one in that group. Or one and one or three. So say say those again. Stanford. Nevada at home. Yeah. Washington State at home. Okay. USC at home and Stanford on the road. They'd have to go three and one in that group to clear six. So I think they'd likely go two and two in that. Well, no shit. So, yeah, so yeah. do the bookmakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a very well set line. Yeah. Call me crazy, but I'm I gonna think go you're going to go over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I, I I believe in Wilcox. That, that like, I I I thought you were setting me up to to be on the under the entire time, but I I, I got to take the over. I I just don't. I think they're going to. Like I, I just think it's too well coached of a team with senior leadership and just like solid. I think seven's more likely than five. Something I have no interest in betting. Oh no! And that first game of the season is going to basically make or break it. Oh yeah. Just so. bet a minus three and a half in Nevada if you're feeling them. Yeah. But maybe not because Nevada might be. I mean, you're going to go against an NFL quarterback. Uh, one of the top ten quarterbacks in the country. With Week a team one. that returns a ton of guys. Oh, yeah. Um, can't wait for and that, that game. Is gonna that game, that game, that game that's going to be a great game to watch. After dark, baby. Oh, man. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I know. I know, dude. I'm right there. Oregon State. Um, two and five last year. Wins over Cal and Oregon at home. Uh, Tristan Gebbia. Back at quarterback, um, even though Chance Nolan was probably better, I think. Uh, neither was all that good. Um, no, I no. Know. I look at this roster and I'm kind of uninspired. I think there was some hype. Losing uh, Jamar Jefferson, too. Yep. He was, Jamar he Jefferson, was really good. Who was, there, who was a star running back. Um, that's a great point. And I look at the roster and nothing special at quarterback. Not, no bueno at running back. Their O line is O line's really good. Their O line is really good. That's that's if you're gonna believe in Oregon State, you're gonna be one of those people who says running back doesn't matter, O line matters. And if the O line is paving holes up front, then whoever they start at running back is going to run right through them. The D line's pretty good also. Um, it's just I'm not sure how how I feel about Jonathan Smith as the head coach. Like this is kind of a make or break year. I feel almost. Like last year was supposed to be their their year where it all came together, like trending forward, and then COVID hit, and they just it just never clicked. The quarterback position was never really there. I feel like they kind of hit their ceiling, and now they're on the downturn. So I'm just not. I have a significant drop off between Stanford, like in that middle of the pack in the Pac-12, to Oregon, Oregon State, State, and then another even bigger significant drop off to Arizona. So that's how I feel about Oregon State. Um, win total for or and. and Win total for Oregon State is five. Um, I already know at Purdue I'm going to be all over Purdue. all over Purdue. I mean, it's a touchdown spread right now. I want six and a half, but like seven is fine for me. So you got Hawaii at home, Idaho at home. So your non-conference isn't terrible. Nope. Um, but I don't think, I can't, I mean, Purdue, is that a toss-up to you? Like, I mean, if it's, the line is seven line right seven. now. So yeah, right. in theory, yeah. In theory it is. Hawaii's win. win, Idaho's win. Yep. So two and zero. Right? What's their path to six wins? You lose at USC. Yep. Um, you're gonna lose. You, What's gonna their lose, path to six wins? You're gonna lose to Washington. What's their path to six wins? All right. So so you're gonna you're gonna start three and zero. Okay. You gotta beat Purdue. Okay. You're gonna lose USC. 
Washington, three and two. You're gonna lose at Washington State. They're not gonna win that game. Three and three. You're gonna lose to Utah, four and three. You're gonna have to beat Colorado. No, three and four. You're gonna lose in the USC, Washington, Washington State, and Utah. Yeah, three and four. You're gonna have to beat California on the road, four and four. Colorado on the road, five and four. Stanford six, and then you lose your last two. That's how you get six, right? You have to win. So you have to win. Essentially, you, you got to beat Cal you and win, Colorado on the road. You have to win two of the three at Washington State, at Cal, and at Colorado. You have to win two of those three. No, you have to win three of of four because you're gonna have to beat Purdue on the road. Yeah, there you go. So under, under, <laughs> under. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're gonna, unless you're gonna beat. Washington, Utah, or Arizona State at home. Nah, not seeing it. And you could maybe knock one of them off, but I, I going three. I think, I think you could knock one of them off and still go like two and four in the other ones, and then you're still under. Oregon State under. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. Oregon State under five. I'm just not. I can't. I don't see them going to a bowl. It's that simple. Do you see Oregon no, State going no, to a bowl? No, no. Final team. Trojan up. Trojans. Clay Helton. On to year seven. Year seven, man. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> um, Slovis is still there. Like, the talent is still here, you know? Drake London is going to break the fuck out this year. The guy's an absolute stud. He's a star. Um, they lose their other two great receivers. Though. But they do have Brew McCoy coming in, like one of the top-ranked receivers in yep. the country. I mean, I'm not going to discount like the like losing Vaughn's and St. Brown is still legit. It's it's legit. They had they may have had the best receiving group in the country. Yeah, but year. you you have London who is now a sophomore, yep. and you have Brew McCoy yep. who is insanely high-ranked and. Yeah, you're, you're still right. USC, man. You're right. You're still you're USC. Still top, a top U- US, in the country. USC brings so much talent at receiver. Like they have an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. Um, and you have Keaton Slovis. Yeah. Throwing to him. Throwing and the run game should be fine. Um, the run game needs to be better. Well, That's they, they bring in problem. they bring in Keontae Ingram, transfer from Texas, who was really good for a while at Texas. Good player. Um, Vave Malapai was. In my opinion, the best of the bunch of running backs at USC. They had like a group of. I, I thought their running backs were going to be much better than they they were last year, right? But yeah, they, they yeah, it, it, it like that. That's what worries me about thinking their running game is going to improve this year is because I thought Stephen Carr was good. I thought Marquis Step was good. Like, I thought they had a lot of talented running backs, and whenever I watched them, they seemed to like break loose. But then it was only when they could get into open space, and there was never open space. Yeah. They lose Elijah Vera Tucker off their offensive line, which wasn't a very good offensive line, so you lose your starting left tackle as a first-round I mean, that's the, that's the problem with USC, right? Their O-lines are always mediocre, way below average. D-line should be fine. I think their D-line's going to be good. I, I, I like Corey Foreman, and I like Todd Orlando. I think their defense is going to be what carries them this year. Mm, I won't go that far. But, like, it, it, like, they're good. They're a good football team, but they're not... At the end of the day, USC is not competing for a, a national title. And no. they're, they're they're kind of in that mix for the Pac-12 championship, but it's mostly because they have a star receiver, they have star receivers and a star quarterback, 
and they're just kind of solid everywhere else. You know? I like their defense this year. Okay. Uh, I don't like their O-line running game, which is, I think, is the difference between them being good and great. So what do we have for the line? USC's win total is eight and a half. Okay. Let's start it off. Do it. San Jose State. Win. win. Stanford. Win. Yeah. I mean, I gave, I gave it a toss-up win. before, but yeah, I got to give it a win. Okay. At Washington State. That is a toss-up, I think. Yeah. I mentioned it. What? USC yeah. minus five? Yeah. If you, just going there? out to the road yep. there is, is not, a, it's not an easy place to say. Oregon State. Win. Colorado. Win. Four. Utah's a toss-up. At Notre Dame is a toss-up. Um, I don't know if I'd say that. What would you say? I would say Notre Dame is a is a win for Notre Dame, and it's a loss for USC. I'll have Notre Dame favored by like ten in that game, uh, more than a touchdown. Yeah, I, the thing is, it's a rivalry game, and even when USC's been no, bad, Notre Dame's gonna win that game. I'm gonna give it a toss up. You can no, Notre Dame's game. gonna win. That game. You can give. You can give. I'm not gonna. That's I'm fine. not gonna do that. Okay. So I'm going to say that's another toss-up. Okay. I think Arizona's a win. So, so what do you have as toss-ups? Washington State is a toss-up? Washington State, Utah, Notre Dame are toss-ups. Okay. So And besides that, they're all wins. So what is that? Three? Three wins, three toss-ups. One, two, three. No, four. Four wins, three Four toss-ups. wins, three toss-ups. Yep. Five wins. Yep. Uh, toss-up. Yep. Toss-up. 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 Win. So I have six wins. Six wins and six toss-ups, and the total's eight and a half. So you have to go three, three and three, three to and you win. Yes. But you're calling at Notre Dame a toss-up. Yeah. But you're also calling at Washington State a toss-up. Yeah. So I'm going to say over. I think I'm going to agree with you. But, again, disclaimer, you are placing your hard-earned money on Clay Helton. So, here's, here's, so, so, so be, war- be warned. So here's what's interesting. Because this happens every year. We have basically all the good teams in the conference we've taken their overs and all the bad teams we've taken their unders. That's how we've handicapped this Pac-12. We are all we are aligned on every single one. Are we really? Mm-hmm. I think it's the first conference that we were, we're like that. So what are the... Do we don't have one bad team over? One, we have Cal? Washington under and Cal over. That's, that's, that's it. the flip-flop. Otherwise, we've got Oregon over, Utah over, Arizona State over, UCLA over, USC over. We've got Oregon State under, Washington State under, Stanford under, Arizona under, Colorado under. So that would be a great year for the Pac-12. Yes. A lot you of want your best teams. teams to be yes. good. You don't want the middle to eat the top. Which always happens with Pac-12. So, you know, we're going against history. That'll do it for the Pac-12 preview pod. Um, one more conference to go. we got the SEC next. And then we're going to get into our picks, like legit Heisman championship futures and the game picks which is all we really care about the game picks can't wait can't wait it's coming it is coming all right that'll do it for us on the pack 12 preview pod on the fucking ladder peace out see ya